podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Welcome to the Five Year Plan Podcast. Yeah. Pod two fifty one sponsored by Vector Printing for your printing embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk. Vector with Okay. And JCIS, the global research. the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit JC-IS.com. I will. Hey! Oh, that's the voice of James Endicott. Nobody, nobody does it better. I'm back. Nobody does it better. I'm back. I'm back. 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 Back from Hong Kong. Back from Hong Kong, baby. Back from Hong Kong. Back from North London. Back from West London. Uh, back from wherever you want me to be going to, I've come back from there mm-hmm. to be here. How does it feel right to be now. back? Amazing. So, so, so good to be back at Sellers Park. Well, we're not in Sellers Park. Oh, but, uh, oh, don't. Kevin, how are you? Don't start um, that again. Yeah, I, I should point out that Sellers Park reference is the fact that two of the most childish people on the pod including one of the older people who've been winding JD up all day about is there a pod tonight? Are we doing a pod tonight? There's a pod. Yeah, these references always work. Park. It's really, so that's, great on the pod. That's why that's, and you'll hear more of it because JD's really wound up about the whole thing. You won't because I'll edit all that out. You won't. And straight no, you'll hear it in the exasperated <laughs> tones that will be prevalent throughout. <laughs> Which have already started. You're welcome. Um, Hello. You all right? Before we start, two announcements that I made at the end of last pod to 250 no pod. One, no, one, them. no one remembers the end of <laughs> that this is why i'm doing them now oh, start okay. this pod. we have three copies of vince hilaire's autobiography to give Ooh. away Ooh. for Thank the you. listeners Thank now we said that already yet as well so that's good well you have to enter the competition ah, yeah. right. to do to get be on the chance i don't just say there's one. two copies to give away and then <laughs> give <them> okay <laughs> um to be in the chance of winning you have to tweet us or facebook us or email us contact at fypfanzine.uk and tell us where was the first ever FYP podcast recorded? We mentioned it in the last pod, and we'll maybe mention it in, in this pod well, no, <laughs> to shouldn't. make it easier for our listeners. But um, yeah, all you've got to do is let us know what that is, and you'll be entered into a draw. I can't even win. remember where the first... You weren't in the first can. one. It was, just, it was just him. I think, I think you were. Well, no, I think you were. No, no, you weren't. You told people it was the first one was just you talking to your brother. Uh, maybe, actually, yeah. It's been downhill <laughs> since then. Um, the second thing to announce... Ooh. Get me cool. ...is... Um, play with a legend. Remember we mentioned play with a legend last yeah. week, which is where you can uh, buy places to play in four teams. They're going to do, and they're managed. Four teams. In, there's four teams. They congested. Two, two teams of Obviously two. Obviously, it's roll and roll off, Andy. Oh. Um, and they're managed by former Palace players, Clinton Morrison. John Salarco, Darren Ambrose, and Matt Janssen. Ooh. Um, Ooh. So it's on Sunday, twentieth of May, twenty eighteen. Also another. 
big so thing is happening. Festival day. No, it's the day after the beer festival. Oh. Um, it's his wedding day. It's my wedding day. Um, so I don't know. Sorry, if I mate. Can... I'm at play, uh, play with the <laughs> 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 Can I get out to play in this? <laughs> anyway, uh, you can choose your position, whether you fancy 45 or 90 minutes of the action. Uh, the day includes personalised kits, dressing room access, drink refreshments, and uh, post-match Q&A with the legends. We are offering, FYP, a 5% discount on places for Ooh, our listeners, because we're bad. that kind of pod. All you've got to do is go to playwithlegend.com slash five-year plan and enter FYP5 at the checkout, and you get a discount. Right. Uh, Palace at the weekend played Liverpool. Mm. And Did they? The I, I didn't hear about it on a pod extra of any sorts. No. Yeah, there was a week off from the pod extra. Um, well, not really, because you just came to the Porsche's arms and acted like you were doing a pod extra. You just started interviewing people randomly. <laughs> no, I'm just talking to people. Yeah. Asking them yeah. their thoughts on the game. Um, Palace it's lost... the closest I've got to being on it. <laughs> it's never going to happen. Uh, wow. Palace lost 2-1. Uh, lots of talking points from the game. So I'll go to you, Kevin, for the first one, which mm. is penalty early on that Wilf won yeah was it a penalty was it a penalty yeah, yeah it was a uh, question for me was I know the double jeopardy rule has been brought in which means you, you don't get punished twice so a penalty is enough rather than a penalty in a red card mm-hmm. but in any other part of the pitch that would have been a, a red card so it was definitely a penalty and also I think Wilf for the rest of the game Wilf looked a bit laboured didn't quite have his he looked like he was playing at 85-90% right and I don't know whether yeah. it's because of that tackle or because he's not fully fit, but he had looked quite sharp. But yeah, I thought it was definitely a penalty. I mean, we know what talking point you will be coming to, but I, I thought, ironically, the referee had, a, apart from one shocking, shocking error, yeah. I thought the referee had a, a decent game. And, yeah, but, I did too. But was totally ruined by that one shocking one. Yeah. I, it's still one thing. I, and <laughs> I, I genuinely think we should, have, we should put in a freedom of information request to get the, the, the referee's assessor's report because there's no... Just they're no not, logic. They're not a public authority for the purposes of the freedom of information. Well, if for the purposes of me still being angry, <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> that's. I mean, that's a situation where you simply want somebody to say, "Ivory made a mistake." Yeah, they're talking about the handball. It was just. It wasn't just passing. He just scooped it up. He, he, well, it was bizarre, uh, James, because he gave the free kick. So it wasn't mm. like he ignored the handball or didn't acknowledge it he did gave he, the free did kick did he give the free kick for the handball or yes. did he give a free kick for a foul no, no free kick was for handball for the handball because it was free kick to I mean, look, yeah. it's, it's obvious the, the, the guy made a mistake now whether you know all these conspiracies because Liverpool are a top six team he's not going to send Mane off or whatever he just made a mistake it's wrong it's yeah. absolutely wrong and it's and it put a, a bad feeling in everybody's everybody's mouth yeah, I, think the, the I think it's the people awful. who are coming up with conspiracy theories and you know Nobody, but not even he, will know if there's a subconscious bias against the top six. I mean, but yes, it was. It was. It, but it was a terrible. And that's my problem with Mike Riley and the PGMOL is that occasionally there are think times like that when the only time they acknowledge a mistake has been made is when the, the referee's demoted to the championship mm-hmm. for the next game. But there are occasions that's the sort of time when you just have to go. Do you know what? That's such a glaring error. We can only hold our hands up and go. Or you can hope that Roy Hodgson who was very calm about it after he refused to criticise, you'd like to think that the referees in their last six games might mm. be looking subconsciously for a way to even it up. But it was, it was just inexplicable. Well, it, was just wrong. it was wrong. You but I think the, the, the conspiracy theories, which I've heard a lot of them about, oh, top 16, blah, blah, blah. I think if there was a conspiracy against us and for Liverpool, then I don't think we'd have got the penalty. Because I thought, I, from where I was at, Wilf's, 
Will's feet were quite high. I mean, on the replays, I was a bit closer. You could see that it was all right. But that he they they could have not given a penalty for that, and there could have been a big a big debate about it. Mm. You know, I mean, yes, it was a penalty, but we've seen those things not given. So if there was well, a conspiracy, especially with Will, yeah, ex- yeah, especially with Will. So if there is a conspiracy theory that he wouldn't have given given a penalty to us so early in the game, it was just it was just a bad bad decision. Well, also our, our top scorer is penalties. Yeah. Uh, basically yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah, get, yeah. we get plenty of penalties, there's, get there's, of penalties. There's, no, there's simply no question that referees wake up in the morning and go alright it's Palace Liverpool Liverpool are going to get more decisions it might be that you know in a split second the referee goes oh, I'm going to get more trouble from Klopp than I am from Roy from Roy but even mm-hmm. that I doubt it's just it, it, you know it, but that's what, 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 what I don't what, understand in situations like that is why the, the fourth official doesn't s- say something yeah or, or the, the lines yeah. or, the, or, the, or the, the lines person or the VAR which we all were a big fan of VAR won't you won't need to how would you need VAR for that you don't need VAR for that you just need to look at a rule VAR book. wouldn't decide whether or not he gets a second in the card. See, when, would, when, when, no, when, no, when player touches ball with hand <laughs> in field of play, except for goalkeeper, it is a, you know, it's a foul. No, especially especially it's when it's intentional. It's a deliberate hand ball. That's a yellow card. He not, moved it away yeah. from yeah. Uh, whoever it was. Was it? When, yeah. just, so VAR wasn't being used when... Was it? It wasn't being no, used. No, no, it's, it's not, not, it's in, the not in the Premier League. No, they okay. haven't decided yet whether it's going to be used next season in the Premier League. And when uh, when do they decide on decisions for that then? Because there that, a clear that ob- clearly was a clear and obvious mistake. Well, no, he he gave the right decision right. because he gave a free kick. So the only decision would be if, the, if even there, I, I doubt if VAR would have been used in that situation even if he hadn't spotted the handball. But, uh, but VAR wouldn't, wouldn't say you have to give me a yellow card. That's not a VAR. It's clear and obvious that mistake. Is the, mistake. the mistake is that he wasn't given a yellow yeah, card. Yeah, the decision yeah, yeah. was absolutely Therefore, right. Therefore, he would have been sent off. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but you, can't, you can't then argue that, and I know Mane's pass eventually led to the, to the second goal, but you can't, yeah, you, as I was trying to say to somebody in the pub afterwards, that he, he might have been sent off, that might have motivated Liverpool even more, and they might have scored two goals. So you can't argue that yeah, sending off affected the result. Well, that's that exactly that going to be my question to Andy. bad defending from... My, my memory of Palace playing against 10 minutes, we nearly always seem to struggle against them, don't we? So there's, no, I mean, there's obviously no guarantee that had he been sent off, we, we would have won. Well, no. no. We, Thanks, we, Andy. Uh, we may have won the game if we would have had a decent I know you're forward. a lawyer, but you're not on the clock tonight, so you can actually yeah. say oh, That was me offering you a chance to elaborate and put in your thoughts it on was the whole situation. Well. It wasn't even a closed question. It, it wasn't was actually, proper, it was a leading question. It's, well, no, we, right, we don't do on very on. well against uh, 10 men, do oh, we? Oh, no, fair point. Which, which has already led me to the conclusion. Had, had yeah. he said, how do we do against um, uh, teams with 10 men? You're welcome to argue the point, though, or argue against it. Do you know what? It's an error by the referee. Yeah. I don't tend to subscribe to the view that they need to come out any time an error is made and, and make a pronouncement that they're sorry because was it really achieved? We know that they're human. We know that they make mistakes. I do take Kevin's point to a certain extent in that it's frustrating when there's advocacy on behalf of referees saying, oh, well, this is a good decision or oh, we're, we're supporting this particular facet of what he's done in that performance and, and all that sort of stuff when it's not in counterbalanced by admissions of mistakes but I don't personally think that I, they would achieve a great deal I, and, don't, and want, I don't want an apology I, I absolutely don't want an apology and for the most part I'm not, <coughs> I'm not a fan of referees having to explain themselves because I think that's the thin end of the wedge but just even when all the ex-referee pundits who are on all over BBC and Sky can find no reason for it even if he said look I thought even if Mike Riley said I've spoken to him 
and he he thought it was an accident. It was a response. If he said it was a reflex response to he thought he'd had a free kick. Mm. So therefore, I didn't deem it deliberate. I didn't think fine. But that's even, then I'm, not, I'm, I, even yeah. then, I'm not sure what that achieves. No, if I, if, well, it achieves well. No, fair makes point. Us feel, it no, makes no, us feel. It makes yeah, us all no, feel a bit point. better. I, yeah, so, I, to, it makes, them, makes them more human. Fair point. Yeah. yeah. It makes the well, we know they're human. Yeah. Are, we, are we trying to, you know, say that people are saying that they're and not human? it makes human? them more relatable in a way, no, doesn't it? No, I think, no, you're right. It's, I mean, it's, it's, from, it's, frust- I make it's a mistake. Frust- it's it's really frustration. frustration. We're, we're yeah, all yeah. frustrated at uh, a, what is a bad decision there. I mean, the wider point is that we didn't really give it enough of a go a lot of the time what? on Saturday. And we had a striker who again contrived to miss two guilt-edged chances. But it, it's always... The, the big moments that are caused by a third party actor involved, which is obviously the referee, yeah. that sometimes make us sit up and go, oh, bloody hell, I, I a striker who scored the equaliser and contributed to the winner, and he probably shouldn't have been on the pitch. But so I, I think, understand it. I think in a, in a way, uh, Hodgson was probably quite pleased because certainly in the pub afterwards and the days afterwards, most Palace fans weren't talking about another missed opportunity to beat a top yeah. four team. <laughs> they weren't talking about two, again, individual errors by... Sacco was caught on the yeah. wrong side for both goals. Yeah, both. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm glad you brought that. The up. defending for the second one in particular was was really poor. The first one he was just on the wrong side. The second one was just rank bad defending. Mm. And we're not talking about that. We're talking about the you know, we were robbed. But we we've got to learn to. Again, we didn't change. Yeah, you know, Benteke was clearly not playing well. Take him off, put another midfielder on. We've got to learn to manage these games. We've got to learn to get a point out of games like that. Which it was meandering to a draw and it. We have to learn to manage it better. We've got to learn to be less naive against those teams. Liverpool mm. weren't particularly good. We weren't certainly at our best, but that was a golden opportunity to get a point at least, and we didn't do it. And all we're talking about afterwards is it does. Do you yeah. think it feels well, it's, a bit, just, it's it's easy to talk about the mistake because it's so yeah, clear. Yeah, and we deserved a point. Yeah. Deserved, the least we deserved, as Roy said, yeah. the least we deserved was a point. Do you think in that second I, half? Sorry, Enders, on that second half after the Mane non-red card, it feels a little bit uh, with our team a bit like. Well, things are going against us now. We're probably going to concede again. Like, no, I, I, think, I think it probably works in the in the opposite way towards to Liverpool. I think they probably got there. I think I think they they came out so much so much more up for the game. Yeah. They scored they, early. They obviously yeah. their manager always did a good job on them at half time because they came out and they were up for it. Mm. I think well, if anything, that incident did it got the Liverpool fans think Liverpool players. Wow, we managed to get away with that yeah. let's just get on let's just get on because this 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 team are beatable yeah. and we were and you know I, I don't think we had our backs against the wall I don't think we were particularly great I think you know I don't think we were we didn't play that brilliantly but I think Kez right I think we lost two points on Saturday we're, but we're not the only team that's going to struggle with the movement of Salah no, no, no. And, and Mane and that's that but except they were such glaring avoidable yeah, I mean, mistakes but the other thing is that the, the things that we've talked about every week happened again namely striker who can't score goals mm-hmm. and namely you could see the energy drain out of the midfield mm-hmm. with 20 minutes to go and, yeah, because and they're all tired they're tired yeah, but we've got Riedewald on the bench we've got yeah. Fossi Mensa on the bench we've got Loftus-Cheek on the bench we've got players to bring on to replace them or to add to them mm. but every time we just see it happen and because they put in such a shit and it's like these are the things that have got to be rectified and for Roberto Martinez to blame Palace for not giving Benteke better chances they're giving him the wrong it's like the wrong sort of snow giving him the wrong sort of chance but these are the things that we see week in week out and once again Tompkins isn't fit to play three games in a row so there's all the all the things that we've talked about are not being addressed that's more of an issue for me than than the the yellow card to be honest but I mean from a managerial point of view Andy 
it was eight up until eighty four minutes. It was one all. You know, and Palace were still in there, and, and Liverpool, yeah, yes, had dominated yeah. maybe second half. Hadn't had many massively clear cut no. chances like Wayne. Wasn't. We had more than they did, arguably. Exactly with Benteke's yeah. ones, which admittedly came from Liverpool errors rather than us yeah. being particularly kind of cutthroat in attack. But you know, for all Palace kind of being under not so much under the cosh, but not quite as threatening as they they could have been, they kept Liverpool and Mo Salah quiet until the eighty fourth minute. Well, but so what? So would be what my response. Yeah, that. I mean, yeah. in the same way, you're two 0 up against Maynard, and you've you've ended up conceding three goals. You you keep a Tottenham team, and you've not laid a glove on uh, scoreless until it gets to yeah. what the ninety second minute. I, I mean, Roy Hodgson's done a good job, and I don't think there can be any uh, contesting that particular point. I don't think he's done quite the messianic job that some people say he has, and I think at times he's incredibly conservative in some of the choices that he makes and about three weeks ago everyone was saying well the only reason that subs aren't made by him is because he's got nothing on the bench and on Saturday he had stuff on the bench he, there were manners in which he could have changed that game earlier and I think it's a very fair point that the, that the midfield was starting to look leggy as many teams will against Liverpool yeah, yeah. given yeah. their pace and given the manner in which they got press two people in there for a start. but yeah. for me it was calling out to make the Loftus-Cheek sub earlier yeah, yeah. to yeah. look at uh, Wan-Bissaka maybe struggling a tiny Sorry, bit more in that yeah, game yeah, than he has recently yeah. and to make the TFM change quicker to bring on Riedeveld perhaps to, mm. to shore things up and Roy's issue at times is that he has a plan and he sticks to it and I, I get that it's a plan that's brought us uh, a reasonable amount of points particularly against the teams from 7th downwards and it's probably going to be a plan that keeps us up but it is a plan that at times doesn't see us go for the juggler as much as I would like and which can see us do what we effectively did against Spurs where we stood 10 yards off the ball at all times and said, well, go on then, try and break us down. Which, admittedly, like you've just seen Alan Pardew sat from West Brom and when Alan Pardew came in, we were all uh, basically saying how great it was that he was going to release the shackles and as soon as he left, we were saying, isn't it fantastic we've got Big Sam in and <laughs> yeah, he's now yeah, going to yeah. make things more tight and, and more conservative. Maybe it's just the way it goes with a team like Palace, but it is frustrating at the moment. It's, it's only, your point about points, it, it's only outside the top six, it's only Everton and Newcastle that have beaten us mm-hmm. outside the top six. We got, I think I worked it out last night as I was bored, naught point, since we beat Chelsea, so ignoring the first six games, we got 0.4 points a game from the top six and 1.6 from the, the rest. So you'd expect us to have a number of points, but... It's it's interesting that we talk about Roy being conservative because you remember there was a period before and after Christmas, like Leicester, Southampton, Burnley, when we talked about the fact that he was making changes. He was changing the system, mainly sometimes because we were going a goal down, but he was changing things. He was making substitutions and that suddenly that stopped. And where it seemed to stop is when we're in, in front in games. But it doesn't seem to be, because of the injuries. Yeah, but, but we, lost we, a lot but of we haven't had those now, but we, we haven't... He just doesn't seem to be able to manage victories it's like he can come he can get back into a game but somehow can't can't hold, hold, it, hold on to can't it. show it up. and the fact is that yeah nobody would mind would have minded with five minutes to go nobody would have minded if we did what we did against Tottenham for the whole game mm. if we started to defend if we sta- as long as it's done properly but we didn't and there's always that thing where he looks like he's still trying to win the game which is laudable to an extent mm, yeah. but when clearly the striker isn't working and I know I understand he doesn't want to bring him off in case he's boo whatever but mm. Clearly, Wilf wasn't quite up to scratch. Yeah. And I have to say once again, t- for me, Townsend was th- just full of energy, full of running, yeah, full of creativity. It and it's just not getting any credit from Palace fans. Well, it's no. not like no, James not players like Riedeveld yeah. haven't come on and impressed. In fact, actually, oh, when he has that pitch time, he's done, he's done yeah. really well. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, I we've, we've, yeah. we've, we've, got, we've got a little bit of depth now in our squad, you know, and I think you've got players 
like Foster Benson, you got you know, and these these are players who want to come and impress, and they're they're exciting young players, and they they should be given a chance. Maybe Roy's just thinking it's Liverpool, it's a big team, it's it's one all, there's fifteen minutes to twenty minutes to go. Maybe we can hang if I bring on some young boat, they're going to make a mistake. But who actually makes the mistake to get the goal anyway? Yeah, yeah. Sacco, well, yeah, our for, experience, for, you, know, though, yeah. you know, our experience. Both both their goals were original for were from mistakes by Sacco. Do you know, I genuinely yeah. thought, and we, I, I don't, I'm I'm getting tired of it. Yeah, actually, we spoke already. We spoke about this at really? half time. Yeah, I am. When we won the up at half time, we were talking about. In fact, quite a few of us said Liverpool score early, and then the last half hour be really because we just thought him and Klopp would have had a conversation, just like you get an equaliser, <laughs> you got a big game on Wednesday night against Man City. We'll just see the rest of the game out, and that's a little bit how it felt. It was going, but it's like we we should have been able to see that game out. We should have been, and like like you said, they're not. They're just basic schoolboy errors. They're not they're basic. Just, uh, this is a problem with. I, I love Saka. Yeah. I think he's. I think he's a tower in that defence. I think he's. He's great. He's a powerhouse. People look up to him. He's. He puts in some amazing tackles, but every single game, and we were told this when we got him. Every single game, he will make a mistake at least one against the big team. Against the big team, and yeah. he made two or three glaring mistakes. Yeah. And two of the mistakes on Saturday led to goals. Yeah. I, I watched. I watched the highlights on match today. So I just double check. Admittedly, the first one, it did go across the air and he come back in. But it was yeah. initially him messing around and not getting rid of the ball. Yeah, yeah. The goal. And the second, his defending was shocking. Goes yeah. down. The second goal. Yeah. It was a good goal. But th- th- yeah, Mane shouldn't, shouldn't even be able to get to that ball. Well, there's yeah. a reason. It's like Liverpool fans say. Liverpool have been talking about centre-backs for three years. There's a reason they let him go. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Albeit, albeit for a lot of money. And he's a, he's a good Premier League centre-back, but he's not... No, he's good, but, but he's, he's just, not. He's, a, just, he's, he's so prone to... And against he's, the top... Against the top teams know they can put pressure he's no, he's no worse than Lovren I think there's probably more oh, no, to it no, than his stage of the season it's, you know though we, you know, we can't do that so yeah. you, you've got somebody in the back who's making occasional errors like that letting goals you've got a, a striker at the front who, who can't can't score for Toffee and, you saw, and you've got a midfielder who are getting tired mm. yeah. and you've got a manager who's a bit doesn't really know what he's doing I mean, we'll definitely stay up I wouldn't drop Sacco. Well, I, I, I wouldn't drop Sacco, but the top six I know, I teams. I wouldn't drop him, but I give him. A you can put pressure. Will, on mobile, mobile forward. He struggles with mobile forwards, and also he struggles with the idea that he's a football in centre back. I think half well, the time he struggles a bit without Tomkins. I think he looks best when he's got Tomkins alongside him. And, and arguably, I, I, Tomkins are most important. Shown when he's not there, he's our most important defender. To be fair, I thought Kelly. I thought Kelly. But had a decent game. I didn't think he looked out of place, but he's still less of a. Leader, I think Sacco and Tompkins yeah. are. There. Yeah, that's the duo. Yeah, although um, I mean, there's a lot of you know, Rob Sutherland won't have it that Tompkins is a leader. It's like, there's a lot of debate about why not? Why not? Because he just doesn't think he's well. Oh. Is that okay? Well, well it's pod two fifty. Well, it's, it's, I don't, yeah, that. I don't well, know. It's a game of opinions. That one yeah. just happens to be a wrong one. Still not got. Rid- <laughs> still haven't got rid of that giant bottle of wine. By the way, if anybody needs an empty bottle, <laughs> oh, it is empty though. Of course it's empty. It was empty halfway through the pod. You um, live in South London. I guarantee you leave it outside your front door for 15 minutes, yeah. it'll be gone. South London recycling. Yeah. yeah. Try it later. Um, before we talk about Benteke, because we had a lot of questions about him, really? um, and I know you guys are rich to talk about him, no. does the Mane first yellow, and that was another sort of contentious decision. Why, why was he contentious? He wasn't contentious at all. Well, he dived, well, full stop. Okay, good. I was going yeah. to ask you. <laughs> it, it, it was a dive, wasn't it? Of course it was a dive. From, it's like Tom Daly, mate. But we only knew that from where we were in the halfway. Away, it didn't. We all thought it was nailed on penalty from yeah, where too. we were. Me like, too. Yeah. Oh yeah, from just from the angle and from the At, on first viewing. On first, yeah, me too. Watching there was it a, live, there so. was a pause. There was a pause before he dived and dived and grabbed the other foot. He well, grabbed the foot that he hadn't had any contact. Well, that's the bizarre thing. Was it probably was 
enough contact. If he'd gone down straight away, yeah, there's probably enough contact. There's probably enough contact for that. To, but he, he left his leg. But but you could tell the reaction from the fans in the lower homestyle behind him. Yeah. And the players was so yeah. angry that you're like, well, something's clearly happened here because not you don't normally react like that. Um, and it was he took a step, Andy, didn't he? He, he got was, clear. Yeah. He clearly took a step before going down. Yes. Yeah, he he. It, it wasn't that he he just stopped. He he actually did really well to ride the to, to ride yeah. that clip yeah. and to stay on his feet. Yeah, he did really well. So I thought oh, that's pretty good. But in the moment he did that, then he just then he just fell over and grabbed his other foot as though he'd been hit. Yeah. And again, Hennis yeah. Hennis first, oh, so, first half as well. We just get deeper and deeper on top of Hennessy because he it t- again two flaps early on. I don't even remember them. I don't even remember them. Yeah, well, exactly because you're so used to them. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a that's a good point. Just, you're yeah. so used to. Them. And yes, yeah. he makes one or two good good saves in a game. You know, the season. The game. He does. Do he's season. expecting a new contract though because he's long. He's expecting so he to be here. Is that so? Yeah, he's in all the tabloids this week. He's expecting. Okay. Do you want to talk about that? I I don't mind him staying as long as he's not first choice. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll have another keeper in the summer, won't we? Be quite funny. And who knows with the, the, the way bench. our transfer policy goes? <laughs> in some respects, yeah. it'd be quite funny because there's an 800-page BBS thread about Wayne Hennessy. <laughs> so if he gets a new contract, <laughs> really? I'm, I'm, I'm reckoning that will go up to about 2,200. <laughs> what you were read the BBS till? Every now and then, if wow. I'm feeling he bored, I want to feel it. better about myself. <laughs> <laughs> He's a legal advisor. Um, <laughs> should we talk about Benteke? We got to it some yeah, stage. Yeah, we, we've, we've skirted around it. We've had a few questions. This one comes from Anna Mordrell. Hi, Hi Anna. Anna. She says, is it time to drop Benteke? And then a PS, loved your 250th podcast, listened for years and enjoy every podcast. Thank you. Oh, thanks. Oh, that's, that's very, very nice. Fine. Yeah. And a fair question. <laughs> I, uh, Who's there to drop him for? I mean, unless you uh, he, completely, well, even if you change the system, I mean, the, only, the only manner in which I think you could change the system based on who's available right now is to go back to the system that we played against Chelsea, Chelsea. onwards, where you had Townsend and Wolf yeah. basically cutting in from yeah. almost wide forward positions. And Schlupp, without a nine. Which Schlupp as a forward sort yes. of midfield. Yeah. I mean, obviously yeah. Schlupp's out now for the season. Yeah. But uh, unless he's prepared to go for that. And that was a more open system that led to some games like the, Two all Everton games at two all, yeah. Two all, and let's yeah. uh, us looking more exciting going forward, but arguably more porous at the back. And it was after that, obviously, and that little run where we played pretty well and not quite got what we wanted, where he puts Loftus cheek back out wide and we start going for a slightly more rigid 4 4 2. I, 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 he's having a torrid time, he's having a bad season. I think there's no two ways about it. He's only trying to time in front of goal. His, his other play is not terrible. Oh, do you know, I'm glad you said it's that. Not, it's, it's not oh. terrible. He's actually doing all right. The yeah. only thing he can't do is score. Everything else, yeah. I think he's... And yeah, we used to criticise him the other way around, didn't we? The last, yes, I, yeah. I think the last few games, his work rate, his, his bringing other players into yeah, the game no, has, has, been, has been much better. He's but, a little bit slow sometimes. But, he's but a bit slow the, tracking the, back sometimes. But you you can't get away from that opt-to-tweet at the weekend. 22 chances... 20, 20. Big, big chances they call big it chance. the first big chance a new sort of metric or something yeah. and f- and big chance while we're in the playground or something we had this idea of Martin, Roberto Martinez and fair play to him even though he's dropped him from the Belgian squad trying to protect him and saying he's being given the wrong sort of chances you have to look at the rest of the team you know 22 chances blah blah and he's mm. got a counsellor apparently he's been having counselling this week whether it's time to drop him or not he won't I don't think the only other like for like option at the moment is Loftus-Cheek and I don't well, think he would, I don't think he would do that. Loftus Cheek has yeah. played as a sort of deep line centre forward for Chelsea, but I think 
I think Hodgson will keep playing. It's, there's no logic in dropping him now. No, there's no logic. It's Sirlock, almost like sacking, he's still in Dubai, apparently. He's still, it's like West Brom sacking Pardew. There's no logic to doing it now. And the fact is that in the six games we've got to go against teams that we would expect to get 1.6 points a game from... <laughs> He, he could, you know, he, he could get two or three. You never know. But in the fact, I don't think he will drop him as simple as that. And I think we should. He's not. He's a good player having a bad season. As simple as that. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. I think at the end of the season when we stay up, we can talk about whether it's the Bournemouth penalty or whatever it was. But clearly, Hodgson's got no appetite. I mean, in fact, if he didn't take him off on Saturday, he's not going to drop him for next for other but, games. But is that only because he hasn't really got a massive? Amount he of could options. It, but he could change the system. He could play Wolf. He could do all sorts of things. But he, and I think it's amazing that the the, the fans are so patient with him. Yeah. In the ground. Yeah. Uh, after that, the chance that Townsend set him up for, I thought everyone was going to go potty. But I think people took a deep breath and thought, no, we'll moan about him afterwards. Let's not. Mm. Which is, is enormous credit to Palace fans. Yeah, definitely. For the most part, because we all know everyone's. Well, it is, but it doesn't. Uh, and it must, do you know what? And on <laughs> it doesn't a pers- stop the frustrations. Does no, it? it doesn't. But do you know, what? on a personal level, it must be horrible for him. Trying to be nice and kind yeah, on a no, personal level, it must be horrible for him. In training. It, it, he, it, it's his job to score goals. Of course, it is. He's been a pathetic football fan, except in the I know, but it must be because this won't by, go far. referees, yeah, but, but it's like Chris. Apparently, he's a, Chris Grierson says when they do like joking things about who's got the worst hairstyle, he won't join in because he doesn't want to upset people. He's like, yeah. he's clearly a nice fellow, but he must be having a horrible time because he knows people. And the timing's are bad as well because obviously, you know, talk about Martinez. The World Cup is around the corner, and there's a big threat that he won't go. Would you pick a strike on that? Wouldn't, you know, what, it, it could be that you know, he scores a winning goal against Bournemouth and then the winning goal against Brighton and then suddenly it's... Everyone's forgotten. Everyone's forget, you know, so But it, it's, it is frustrating and it is... Because it's like, normally we're talking about creating two good chances. We created four or five good chances on... The, the, the irony yeah. of the Benteke situation is that he can end the season not being a hero, but who has yeah. helped us stay in this league. He, yeah. he can still turn his season around. Yeah, he can, he can. Being a striker... You can do that. You've always, got that chance, you, you, yeah. you've always got that chance to turn yeah. it around, and you know. So, and if we were, if we stay up and we were to bring other players in, I'd still want him to stay. I still think he'd be a great option as one of if we've got two other choices up front. A, a number, we, we need other choices, but, you know. We, yeah. we need other sorts of players as well. That's yeah. a trouble. Just talking well, about yeah. Benteke, that game on Saturday just proved you know you got you got something like Mo Salah for Liverpool who was having an an, an off game, yeah. a really off yeah, game, gets still, one chance. Yeah. Bangs it away, yeah. and you know, and then you get Benteke who's having an off season, gets two great chances, can't put them away. It's well, that's simple. why that's why it's Martinez football. is fu- that's football. <laughs> but that's it's why crazy, but that's football. That's why Martinez's comments are slightly annoying because the best player, if you're not getting the right chances, the best players make the chances for themselves. Yeah, yes, they'll yes. make something happen like yeah. Salah does. Which Salah does, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, and we're going to make a chance oh, to oh, oh, make a change. Really oh, anyway, anyway, you've done it right, Benteke. Okay, then <laughs> uh, so we're going to have a break, and after break, we're going to answer your questions. Welcome back to the Five Year Plan Podcast. Sounds a bit like John Cleese sometimes, doesn't it? When he goes, right. Right. Nice. Uh, Pod 251, sponsored by Vector Printing for your printing body needs. Go to Vector.co.uk. Okay. 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 And. I will. JCIS, Global Research <laughs> <laughs> uh, From South. Come on. Come on. They paid for this. They paid for this. I will. I will. JCIS. All right, John. I will. All right. I will. Research and brand consultancy. From South London. Visit. 
JCIS hyphen something dot com. I will. I will. Of course, I don't know it. I just JC go there. Because I don't I, have to know it because it's already in my favourites. <laughs> Let me read it though. Okay. JC hyphen is dot com. I will. You shouldn't have to read it after this time, should you? Yes. You should have to pay quadruple for the amount of time you lot <laughs> laboured this. Right. Questions from our listeners. There's a few more Benteke ones. I'm going to oh. chuck at you because I know we had a few in the last one. Um, Carl Mortimer. Hi, Carl. Oh, okay, Carl. Says, did we sell the wrong Benteke? <laughs> <laughs> did we actually sell the other one? We didn't get any money for it. He just left, didn't he? Yeah. yeah, just yeah just went maybe that's what the problem is. Maybe he's missing his brother. Maybe. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Um... Sammy Chmasini. Hi, Sammy. Hi, Sammy. Apologies again, because I think I get it wrong every week. Says, where would we be in the league had Benteke taken 50% of his chances this season? So 11 of those, no, 10 <laughs> of those big, big chances. chances. We'd be further up in the league than we are now. Well, I don't know. It depends if he'd scored in games that we lost. I don't, we depends. don't know when the, when the, what the chances were, do we? No, We've not really lost many games by more than one goal, though, have we? Other than against Arsenal away at the Emirates. Yeah. And Man United and Man City. Hmm. But he didn't. Play. Well, we play. Be, hang on a second. Yeah. I'm, just working, out, I'm just working out we'd be 13th. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, arguably, we would have had six more points at least. But then, yeah, you could argue where would we be if De Boer wasn't our manager for four games and, you know. Um, 11th. We are, we are, <laughs> <laughs> we are where we are. Um, I am what I am. I'm going to say this just to annoy my wife. It's the thing that uh, one, it is what it is. <laughs> it's what it is. Well, it's correct. It is. Well, that's it true, is. but that but makes a very short podcast. Yeah. That's just your answer. Well, Street is making for a very short podcast with his lawyer's answer. And get off your phone as well. well yeah. Then well, ask if, better if questions. If, if, if you'd ask me a leading question that has the answer yes or no, if you're gonna, I'm going to answer yes or no. If you're going to tell him to get off the phone, get your finger out your ear. <laughs> Sorry, I've got my ears. I thought you were going to finish that differently there. <laughs> Right, so the next question is from Mark Williams. Hi Mark. Hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. He says, with two goals in 26 games this season, have we lost money on Benteke if we sell him in the summer? He flopped at Liverpool and they got their money back. Will we? Is he damaged goods? If he is on 100 grand a week and we've shelled out over 10 million in wages as well, time to get rid. He scored. He talked to Villa fans about him. They love him. Yeah, they he, he scored goals against Liverpool. He, wasn't, he was never first choice starter for Liverpool, but he scored when he came on. He's just... He's having a bad season. Yeah, he's having a bad season. But does I think that lower his value? Should I, we want no, to one's, no one came near him during the transfer window. I think the only the only likelihood is if a team in China or possibly America... You might go abroad, yeah. No one in the Premier League, I think, would put a bid in for him. And again, as I said, I wouldn't... I'd be well, quite happy for him. Chelsea, oh, I, in wouldn't be, I wouldn't be so sure. I mean, I think he's still better than Cenk Tosin, for example. And I could see clubs being interested in him. Well, I, I, and I'd be amazed given we bought him before the latest big TV deal came in and given the manner in which fees have gone a bit silly since then I think you're making at least uh, you're at least breaking even I think on that transfer fee really? I, the only people it's I can see it's a crazy world isn't it JD? somebody like Wolves might have enough money to try him but I can't see I can't see any other Premier League team trying to lure him away and I, again I wouldn't mind that I'd, I'd be perfectly happy for him to stay as long as there's it but because he hasn't scored goals this season, because I, I think, think had he scored I still, twenty goals, people from I, the Premier League might go. For of him. course, of course, or, or European teams or whatever, or Chinese. I just think, I just think he's a a decent Premier League striker who's having an awful, awful season, and I don't think that can happen again. And I think if if we were to show confidence in him and we were to keep him, that might be the boost he needs to. You don't know. I just think he's not. He's not a bad. You know, but he is not bad to quote Mark. He has damaged goods in a way. Is it? I don't know if he is. I don't know if he's damaged goods. 
The reputation's <laughs> taking a knock, though, isn't it? Yeah, but it's but he he was never a world class striker. He was always a half decent Premier League striker. He scored seventeen goals last season, and again we said that after. It's like I'm not entirely sure how that happened, but he hmm. he did score seventeen goals, and he's capable of doing that again next season. And that's one of the things that we're like. It's like but it's the fact just, remains, he has scored two goals. Yeah, no, season of course. There's no arguing that he's not had a terrible, terrible season. Yeah, but at the same time. There are other factors around the club that we've we've had no one to replace him with. He's had no competition, and so you know you could say, well, why have we had to keep playing him? Yeah, yeah. So, Sorry, and I did say ask earlier about Sorlock. What's what's the latest with him? Is he out at the moment? Or I don't know. He's, 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 last picture you... I saw of him, he was having a time of his life in Dubai with a very attractive young woman. <laughs> he didn't he didn't seem injured or fussed about the fact he wasn't playing. Well, he, wasn't, perf- he wasn't on the bench, was he? <laughs> perfectly. No, he, he, was was on, bench, he was on yeah, something. He, he was on holiday. Yeah, he was on holiday. He looked like he was having the time of his life. So it's like, it, oh. it looked to me like he wasn't even going to tweet what the score was. He didn't see the book, no. but so. But Fair again, Sirlot's a totally unproven yeah. replacement anyway, injured or not. So yeah, but yeah, true. I'm not saying replacing yeah. him with Sirlot, but he's looked okay. You know, in no, the games he's done. He's looked like he looked like something you could have on the bench and bring on. Yeah, he's looked okay until he's got tired again. So we we yeah. we, we need somebody to score goals. Whether we keep Benteke or not, we need to buy somebody who's going to score goals. Yeah. Any sign we, of Racky? We poor, need a predator. Yeah. Any sign of Racky or Jack? By the way, don't know. Oh, there you go. Next question. Fine. Next question <laughs> is from. Steve. It really is after the pod, after the two fiftieth pod. This one, a really upbeat, happy pod. Now it was like, oh, well, well, we we have did lose last week, so you know that's always going to bring a pod down, isn't it? A bit. Well, no, we wouldn't have done that many happy in the one. Anyway, the next question is from Stephen Rodan. Hi, Stephen. Hi, Stephen. <laughs> he says, "This is a final Benteke question. When will Benteke score his next goal? Saturday." <laughs> And then a hat trick against Brighton, and we'll sing a song about yeah, him. And, and he'll be a legend forever. Yeah, move on. <laughs> and he- <laughs> September for Beijing Rovers. <laughs> Beijing Rovers. Yeah. Beijing Rovers. <laughs> I wish it was a team called Beijing Rovers. I really like it if, in the wake of this podcast, someone sets up Beijing Rovers, Rovers yeah. even if it's a like local amateur team. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Next question is from Russell Levy. Hello, Hi, Russell. Russell. Hi. He says, complete this sentence. PVA is our greatest left back since... Dean Gordon. Wow. Really? Just said it's the left back I can remember. <laughs> um, he has been very good, hasn't he, recently? He has been very good this season. He's exciting to watch, isn't he, PVA? He's, he's athletic and he's... We, we, we've spoken about this before. Mm. He's great going forward. He's a little bit dodgy. Uh, in his actual job yeah. uh, to be fair his actual job of defending is not always perfect but I think going forward he's got great movement he's got speed he works really well with Wilf down the left hand side and uh, he's excited to watch yeah and I've enjoyed him I'm looking forward to next season in the Premier League yeah I, we've talked about this before I, I could never understand why people didn't rate him when he went through a period when he was I know after the Bristol City game so on and so forth but he was everyone was talking about who's our left back he's a He's a really good Premier League left back. Yeah. He's got a bit of bite about him, a bit of devil. And he, he mm. also he looks like he really enjoys playing for Palace, which I like. Mm. And he's a, he a fighter. Just, isn't he? He's a, he he's is, a yeah, fighter. Yeah. He's a fighter. Definitely. He's always in the ref. So he's always so. Yeah, yeah he's he's a, he's a he is a good. Yeah, he's a very good left back. But is he the left best left back since <sighs> Danny Granville? He was a right Granville. You can't do that anymore. 
Why? Danny Granville. Well, but talk about damning with faint praise. Danny Granville was our best centre forward since Calvin Andrew. Danny Granville was our first choice left back in the Premier League. Yeah, he was for time. For for one season. Yeah. And Jonas Kolker was our first choice right winger, but he wasn't very good either. I don't think I thought Granville was okay. Was he was fine, fine but yeah. it's kind of like, oh, that's my favourite colour other than beige. He's our best, <laughs> our best left back. Don't tell him his other colours than colours of beige. That would really upset. Don't him. tell him there are other colours apart from beige, apart from Kevin Muscat. Oh, Kevin Rugrat, yeah, yeah. I do. Mm, there's got to be better left back since Muscat it's and Granville Muscat wasn't even a left back let's he played right back loads and left back loads. let's just agree that he's a really good player yeah. I'll tell you what actually he might be our best left back since Joel Ward played left back yeah, we can't prove none of this is provable yeah, which is why the lawyer is, over there is having a nervous breakdown the only reason I was doing that is leading into the next question it, oh, oh I'm sorry you're, good, you're going good at this it didn't occur to me that you were doing something am professional I? I'm sorry about no, that am I? and th- this question is about Wardy from Ben Lynham hi Ben hi Ben he says will Joel Ward ever play for Palace again uh, not if we stay in the Premier League no possibly possibly not even if we go down I think Wan-Bissaka is still probably your first choice uh, we just had an oh. unprecedented injury crisis that led to us having to put Wambasaka into the team, yeah. and all of a sudden you're writing off the possibility we might have one or two injuries. That means Joe Ward comes back in. Yeah, I think the answer to that question, if we're all being honest, is that Joe Ward is a, a competent. A higher level championship, lower level Premier League player. He's but played five years in the Premier I know, League. But in an ideal world, he, would, he wouldn't be our first choice. If in an ideal world, if we're looking at a team that isn't going to struggle next season like it has done for five seasons, he wouldn't be our first choice. <laughs> we brought Damien right. Delaney on to mark Harry Kane. I, of course, saying, he's going to play for Palace. But again. you're answering a different question. That's yeah, not in an well, ideal. No, the, no, the question was: Will he play for Crystal Palace again? And the answer to that is yes. Yes, he will. I don't, is he one of those who's out of contract at the end of the season? No. Oh, don't know. Because if so, I would suggest that he, no, he won't. Well, if we're but limited to the next where, six games, he might, not, he might not play for Crystal Palace for the next six games. Don't try your legal trickery. So, well, David <laughs> Delaney came on, so Joe Wall might play. It doesn't matter. My point is, in an ideal hypothetical world, he wouldn't be our first choice right back. Yes, Joe Ward's contract expires this summer. Well, there you go. In your law, in your lawyer face, I, yeah. I will bet fifty pounds with you now that they will extend Joel Ward's contract. You can't and afford. He'll play for Palace. You again. can't afford fifty quid. You're a lawyer. I borrowed from JD. <laughs> <laughs> I can't afford fifty quid. Um, yes, just, is the answer. Yeah, he's got a wedding to pay for. By it's no wonder people yeah. think that we hate yeah. each other, isn't it? No, no. If you, they pick, they no, think no, you two think hate it. each other. Oh, no, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, hate's, so, a, hate's a very strong word. You're just two different things. So you're just hate. two different people. You, you don't hate anybody. I don't hate anyone. Did you not yeah. listen to yourself at half past five in the Paulsons on Saturday? Uh, There's a whole list of people. You, no, I, I, I wasn't really listening to much at half past five. No, it's true. You were barely focus. <laughs> <laughs> that is defamatory. <laughs> um, Only if it's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Sunny sent us a question. Hi, Sunny. Oh, oh, hi. Actually, multiple questions, I think. Um, do you think Deso pitches may be one reason for a large amount of injuries, as this was a concern when they were first introduced? I'm sorry. Do you not understand the question? <laughs> what, you mean the grass? Yeah. Are we the only Premier League club with a Deso pitch? No. Are we the only Premier League club who's had 12 injuries this season? Actually, no, I don't think so. But yes, we are. We're probably, I imagine we would. No one else we would be. Well, I think West Ham had. No, they had. I wouldn't no, have thought. Fine. <laughs> Didn't know you were the expert on injuries, but okay. I would no, have thought you, you need yeah. to look at the training. It's an interesting. It's actually really. I'm interesting. flipping injured. I mean, it's true. If you know, yeah. 
It's a really interesting question, actually, but it's one that would probably require five years of research, of research and analysis. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just in terms of comparison, but you probably want to look at the surface at the training ground as much as... Yeah. It's, it's, it's frustrating where we... The Tompkins thing is really interesting, is that we can't seem to get more than two or three games out of him. There's a couple of players that seem to come in. We just haven't been able to get a settled first 11 all season because of the injuries but whether it's luck whether it's the pit I don't know I, I would have it's got to be luck look at them all, yeah, a load have, of them have been contact yeah, injuries yeah, yeah, Sacco uh, yeah. injury not at Selhurst Park yeah, yeah, no, on his ankle po- yeah, Schlupp injury at uh, Huddersfield yeah. someone going him, him flying into a tackle actually yeah. there have been loads and loads of injuries that have occurred this season that haven't been stress injuries and haven't been down to just ankles twisting awkwardly into it's just finding you know something that you can perhaps pin the blame on rather than saying yeah. bad stuff sometimes happens for no <laughs> yeah. particular reason which it does I, th- I think if there was an issue it would have been picked up by, by other clubs but, it's, but I think it's a valid it's a valid question I mean people want to look for reasons about the injury because sometimes it's just hard to believe that it's yeah it's, it's just like it was just like a coincidence but you know Okay. I think Possibly. it's a, it's a big know. leap. Lots and lots of Premier League clubs have yeah. Deso pitches, and very few have yeah. had. But the it'd be, unprecedented it would be interesting. I mean, it's the sort of thing you imagine somebody would be doing research on over the. Bit. So, so I think it's an interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. it's an interesting question. But I do think it's the training ground that you need to look at more than. The, well, the is, that where they, is that where they're happening though? I don't know, but it's like if no, they're happening know, in matches from contact yeah. mostly. Well, well, Tompkins. Okay. That was my point. But. Tompkins ones aren't are they? Well, Tom, that, I, no, I think that's probably more an issue well, with Tompkins rather than well, the pitch. Yeah. Yeah. We've, um, missed, we've missed you. <laughs> black is white. White is black. Right, next question is from Kabai Loves Hugs. Oh, Hi, Kabai. Kabai Loves Hugs. Says, um, last, Kabai Loves Hugs was quite negative, wasn't it, last week? Hmm. Really? Yeah, for somebody who loves hugs. Well, let's see what you think about this question. Mm. Having seen him return to training on the bike and wearing a Palace shirt on holiday... Do you think there's, the pod think there's any hope of seeing Bakri Sacco fit for the last few games of the season? No. no I don't I think, think so. there's any point. The people no point dreaming of the saviour coming back. <laughs> well, it's like the people who say, we'll get Wickham back. It's no point for the last season. In terms of their future fitness, yeah. we don't need, because the rest of our injuries, hopefully, touch wood, are resolving themselves. Mm. So we don't need to, to rush him. But it's good that he's probably ahead of schedule we don't need him back because we've already got a world class set for although Wickham apparently has hurt himself again in training um, for the under 23s oh that's that flipping training ground Uh, again (laughs) they're playing for the under 23s it's that Deso pitch he did score score there didn't he no it's good of course it's good to see back Rusaka but it's good to see Jason Punchins back at the training ground I also think it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen a Crystal Palace player away on the beach on holiday wearing a Crystal Palace shirt Uh, it just looked strange (laughs) as if he was an 8 year old on holiday in in, uh, Canary Islands okay cool yeah it's quite cool I think it's just in case any Palace fans maybe Scarborough sure Scarborough why not I just thought he he obviously thought he looked professional in case any pallies I'll put your workout it's actually me it's actually me I'll put the shirt on to prove it do you have his name on the back of the shirt it just looks like he's doing Will's name on the Zahar on the back that would be brilliant wouldn't it Sherlock always got an old shirt with Andy Jones on the back oh genius I want to see that happen 
can we make this happen, JD? Can you make that out? You, you, you can, can Photoshop contacts. it. You can Photoshop You've got contacts, haven't you? Yeah. Not those kind of contacts. I'll make them. Right. Uh, Sounded interesting. What's in relation to this, the, that question. Apart from vegan Buckinghamshire contacts. Well, <laughs> those are the only contacts I oh, have okay, right. slash anyone needs. Um, the next question <laughs> is from Them K Jackster. Hi, oh, Them K. I say, does Kabai really love hugs? He looks like he wouldn't turn a hug down. Really? Je ne sais pas. Although it also looks like a hug might crack his rib. You know, uh, he looks like he wouldn't like a hug 70 minutes of the game when he's... Although, to be fair, he looks tired after kick-off at the moment, so he doesn't look any more tired after 70 minutes than he does. He wasn't too bad at the sound, sadly. He just can't laugh. His contract's up in the season. No one was too bad yeah. on, no. on Saturday, but it just looks... Yeah, I think Kabai is one, and he's right, his contract is up, and I think it'll, given, it'll, given it, that... It real, really will be goodbye-bye, won't it? I think given the wages he's on, it'd be yeah, goodbye. And the bye. fact that he now can't last seventy minutes. Yeah. Or revoir, goodbye bye. And he will remain conundrums. He's never quite Au revoir. We've never quite seen the best of him. Yeah. <laughs> we we saw it in patches, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Le yeah. oh, yeah. oh, tac <laughs> Any more? Uh Lug. Lug. <laughs> Um, oh, Pardon, monsieur. Beautiful bit of Benny Hill 70s style. <laughs> <laughs> Casual racism. <laughs> right. I love um, the French. I'm a question every morning. Sané is back with another question. Hi, son. Oh, good. Uh, what are your thoughts on the rumour that we're interested in Lookman from Everton? Although he's not actually at Everton anymore, is he? Is that Leipzig now? I think it'd be a very good signing. I was uh, quite disappointed in some ways that we weren't going for more uh, ardently when he went to Everton. And he sort of fits that mould of being, you know, a uh, lad who's had the background in South London, mm. uh, very promising, technically pretty decent. And now he's got some pretty interesting experience having been out to the Bundesliga. Uh, I, I, yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? We need, to, we need to bring the average age down of some of our midfielder and attacking areas. I mean, particularly given that we've recently had to play 30-year-old James McCarthy. I think he's 30 now. Yeah. 29, maybe. 29.30 and 30 year olds and they do look like they run out of steam at times at, at 70 minutes plus it'd be good to have some younger competent players that could play around the more attacking areas like Lookman can I can't remember who Everton beat the first couple of games he, he came in and Tom Davis. Davis came in at the same time Alan Whittle's nephew Palace Connection but they looked really quite exciting they looked, so yeah he is it is that end of the age scale you should be looking at, and again with the South London connection, mm. and he's he can play sort of inside and as an orthodox winger. And we need to back uh, up. Well, we need extra bodies on the wing. Yeah. Um, next question is from Andrew Breach. Hello, Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Hey. He says during the game on Saturday, I realised that whenever the opposition gets into a crossing opportunity, whether that be a free kick, corner, or from open play, I become instantly worried. Do any of you feel a similar way? I'm I'm worried from. I hate football. I don't know where I go. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm worried from the first minute, from the referee blowing his whistle to the end of the game. I'm just in a constant state of despair worry. and worry. Yeah, it's just so. I'm no more worried about free kicks on the edge of the box than I am about Hennessy taking goal kicks. It's not half time. Yeah. I like, and then but then I worry about how long it's going to take me to get a drink at the bar. <laughs> but but no, yes, it's. Not, <laughs> Crosses, enders, do they if, worry? Well, yeah, are we particularly yeah. bad at defending? I don't crosses? think so. I'm I don't think we're particularly really bad. No not. worse at defending no. than we are at defending everything else. Yeah. yeah that's What's our set piece? I'd be interested to see what our figures are conceding from set pieces. Oh, we're not very good from them, but, you know, these things happen. 
But was it under Pulis or uh, there was a time when we were like second or third best conceded fewest second or third I think fewest it was goals? Actually, under Pardew. Was it under Pardew? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't think. Oh, it was can under... we wipe that stat then? Yeah. That was in the first season, though, before you had the chance to break it. Yeah. End of the, end of the first season, not yeah. that run. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Pardew, oh, yeah. which you were. Palace Pilot. Hi, Palace Pilot. Pilot. So do you think Pardew will be seen back in the Premier League soon? And I'll add, ever. I think he might get a yes, punditry spot. I think, yeah. <laughs> I, His stock has taken a battering, hasn't it? Yeah, it is, but there are so few managers on the fabled merry-go-round that I would be amazed if he doesn't get a job back in the Premier League sometime. I mean, it doesn't... It doesn't I, I think there's no chance. I think I think he's I, probably likely to go to a championship team, maybe get promotion with them and then he'll be in the Premier League. That's how it'll happen. You're right, maybe I've, at the get a championship job yeah. thing. He'll get a championship job for a good championship team and then he'll get them up. I thought what was interesting and, about his sacking, because logically, if they didn't sack him six weeks ago and they're, saying, they're now saying because they couldn't find a replacement, mm. you kind of think... I, I assume they were going to do what you'd imagine would be the sensible thing is go down and see if he could get them back up because in the championship is a good but I think what's in, what might damage his reputation is that for the first time the club's gone public about his demeanour and his attitude mm. and how he upset players and how he was high handed and he made young players cry there was that article wasn't there yeah, yeah. Oh, really? and Star yeah, no, this, yeah. This, yeah really, they've, 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 really? Yeah. Dar- and Darren Moore said how upset he is about the whole thing but some of the apparently the older players are saying that they publicly said they took against Pardew from the start didn't like his tactics he humiliated one of the younger players off they lost to Man City uh, and I think it's, it's it's really unusual for football clubs to do that mm. for players to come out so that that will damage his reputation and it'll add to rumours about his behaviour yeah. especially in, the in past, football circles in football well. circles but having said that he's very good at interviews he's very charismatic mm. and there will be club chairmen who think he's the answer to their problems to their problems yeah, yeah, so you get in desperate be, moments don't you I'd be amazed I mean who would have thought that Roy Hodgson would end up back in the Premier League after England yeah. who would have thought he'd yeah, manage true. again so I'd be amazed who would have thought Paul Lambert would have been back yeah. in the Premier well, League well exactly Pardew's still relatively young in managerial terms I'd be amazed if he's not back in the Premier League at some stage mm. in the in the future because he is he, he's he got this brilliant in his own head none of this is his fault and he, <laughs> he sells himself he sells himself really well and he's, he's very still, very confident young man yeah. isn't he and, and for, you know, for the most part players do the rumours are that players do like him initially which is why he's one of the very few managers that do have that yeah. bounce you know people talk about no he didn't and that's now we're finding out why but mm. He will tell people that he inherited an aging squad, he inherited a long ball team, and so on and so forth. I'd be just as street, you would be amazed that Joel Ward doesn't never plays a part. I'd be amazed if Pardew's not a manager again in the top league. Can I add you this as well then? Sam M. Dorrington. Hi, Sam. Sam. Says, would you agree that Alan Pardew has done more for Palace in his last 18 games at West Brom than he did in his last 18 games at Palace? Good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that is a good point. Yeah. I mean, the thing uh, with Pardew before uh, is that prior to this, obviously, he'd, he'd had the complaints at, at Newcastle and because they'd had that one season where they'd finished particularly high yeah. and because his bad runs had not been terminal and because it was Newcastle, it didn't really dent his reputation at all. With Palace, because it coincided the bad run starting with him going to the FA Cup final and because he was got rid of in November you could sort of see why it was expunged from his record a tiny bit. With this, this West Brom one, it's going to stick in the minds a lot. Yeah. And I think the, the nature of some of the stories that have arisen yeah. have been 
notwithstanding all the rumours that have uh, persisted around his character and all that sort of stuff that that I'm sure people <coughs> will have read about in and alluded to in tabloids, nothing has been quite as emphatic and damning, I yeah. think, as some of the, some of the stuff that's come out of the local West Midlands press yeah. and also out of the national press following his sacking. And I think it would be a very brave Premier League club who decided to ignore all of that information that's now in the public domain and readily available and who were to ignore the fact that he was brought in to perhaps let the shackles off after Pulis a tiny bit and has condemned a pretty decent sized Premier League club to relegation. But it's a very unusual. It's hard to think of. Sorry, can you repeat that? Okay. (laughs) But it's hard to think of similar situations whereby a club wait, they bring a new manager in and the fans didn't seem to be unhappy and they wait till six games before the end of the season before they sack him. So that clearly indicates there's a problem. But just in terms of football, when he, when he left, you know, Pardew fans at Palace I say when he left Palace it's like because we lost 5-4 at Swansea because we were tired to win when we lost 3-2 at Burnley because we so at least there was that element of well the reason we're getting rid of him is because he was too gung-ho whereas at, at West Brom it just wasn't it's like there it's were a elements of that though you know, in the West Ham game where they could have settled for a draw and end up with, with Burke trying to sling it into the box and end up conceding the, they lost a lot of games the, late again the, the Bournemouth game away and every single pundit yeah. every single journalist said Bournemouth for, the, for 80 minutes were the better team uh, West, sorry West Brom were the better team for 80 minutes and then threw away two goals in the last and again is that fitness whatever so he's like but it's not at this time. It's not football reasons, as Andy says. It's the, yeah. the public, the public also, exposure. West Brom getting rid of him now indicates that they think they can still stay up. No, I no, don't think I it think does. I think, I think it's. it's just, I think it's getting the club a little bit harmony back in the club. I think. I think Darren Powell so, talking about yeah. getting the values of West Brom back, getting family values back. So yeah. They've got eighteen points about. to play for. They're on twenty points, and I reckon it'll probably take thirty-seven points to start this season. So they'd have to win every game. To stay out, and then you're just not. Yeah, the one they're not going to do that. No, the one, the one one thing they could do is make the club feel better about itself. Yeah, the one, yeah, exactly, to go into relegation with a more positive attitude, and also what you'd like to hope is that they have one game bounce when they beat Swansea on Saturday, which will really, which will, which will help. I think they might. I think they might, but I just think, I, I just think even when Darren Moore is talking about publicly why we need to restore the faith and trust of the fans, it's it's, also for us. There's and I guess we now know how Newcastle fans are. There's a bit of schadenfreude, isn't there, about Pardew being so bad at West Brom? No, I haven't got... No, not re- not really, because I, I no. wanted him to go, but I'm still, still aware of what he meant to us as a as a yeah. symbol. As a, I wanted him to go earlier, because I thought we would, if he stayed, we would have gone down. But no, not really. He's still... It, there's no real schadenfreude. I, no, I think so. To be, to be yeah. particularly honest, I'm quite enjoying. I'd it. have thought it'd be. <laughs> well, you're going to be the one who gets slagged off by the BBS, then, aren't you? <laughs> I thought well, it would, I, I thought it would be interesting to see what happened if he was still managing the last game of the season. What sort of reception he got? But he, he took us yeah. to the cup final. He took yeah. you know, we did. He did keep us up the first season. We did play some decent football under him. I've got no particular chard and Freud. I'm just pleased that he do respond uh, to a relegation rival yeah. to relegation. Yeah. And I see. I think 37 I think probably 34 35 will keep a team up this yeah. season but I still don't think but maybe. I still don't think they'll get I that to be looking at the games because teams have still got each other to play Huddersfield have still got you know, the last three games of the top three plus Everton there's 
you know, I think I, I, there is a, arguably there's a case where we stay up with the same points we got now, but which we won't. We, they won't happen because we will get we will get the points. But I, whatever the, the amount of points needed, I'd quite enjoy that because everyone would be going yeah. absolutely nuts. But West Brom won't get <laughs> West Brom won't get the points. However many they need, they won't. It get is going to be a, a low total this year. I think it'll be one of the lowest totals for staying up this season. Okay, next question is from Joe Watkins. Hi, Joe. It says, with Hennessy wanting to sign a new contract for Palace in the summer, expected to sign a new contract. How far would you go to stop this from happening? Serious question. I'm looking to put together a specialist team for an undercover operation. <laughs> Straight you in. Am I in for what? Joe's specialist undercover Was he suggesting operation. like a Tonya Harding breaking kneecaps type <laughs> scenario? He just said, how far will you go? So I'm professionally prohibitive. <laughs> so, well, as uh, a human being, you're prohibited as well. So Yeah, that's what I told you. I don't hate anyone. If we do go down, it won't be Hennessy's fault. If we do, if we do go down, it's not going to be Hennessy's well, fault. Be we need for a having not replaced by Hennessy. If we do break Hennessy's legs, it no, won't no. be Hennessy's We fault. need a better goalkeeper. Of course, we need a better goalkeeper. He's. But we're not, no, okay, not going to go down anyway. So no, we're not going to go down. Point. But then, well, in that case, why would you get rid of the keeper? Well, because well, no, it'd be good if we don't finish on thirty-six <laughs> points every season and have to scrape. It's not. It's not only is no. Of course, we need a new goalkeeper. We also need, like you said, three goalkeepers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, on that point, well, in the same game, we need that would be great <laughs> if they'd allow us to do that. We might manage to stay in front of the top. Yeah. Paul Tant says, "Are you all as desperate as me on watching the short highlights of La Liga each week, milking in every, the hint of our uh, in every hint of our hopefully future number one goalkeeper?" Didn't he drop one the other day and uh, yeah. concede a soft goal? Oh, so he's perfect, Palace. Yeah, yeah. Fit, him, fit him really <laughs> well. <laughs> great. He, he looks a bit like a, a Spanish Hennessy. Wow. Oh, God. Well, there was talk... Spain Hennessy, if you will. Thank you very much. Nice. There's a couple of weeks ago, there was talk that Hodgson wanted uh, wanted the big summer season signing to be Pope from Burnley. That'd be a great signing. But Who said that? Sorry, Hodgson. There was talk tabloid talk that Hodgson had spoken to Parish and that the, if there was to be a big summer signing, he wanted it to be Pope from Burnley. But I don't see that one myself. Nor do I, to be perfectly honest. Would be great though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be. But we need two goalkeepers. I mean, if Hennessy stays as second or third choice goalkeeper, that's fine. But we need. Yeah. We know where we know where the team needs improving. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, Seki Eagle. Hi Eagle. Uh, Hi Seki. Email. Mm-hmm. Seki is in Seki fries. No, S E K I. Oh, okay. Seki could be. Could be. Like I just said it. It could be a hard S with a Z. Says trying to be more positive. Zez. We Yeah. Should I get a palace tattoo? Your thoughts of what? What would be simple? And then what? What would be simple that isn't the emblem that sums up Palace? And then, if you discuss this, I'll get a Palace tattoo and post a photo for you next week. Next right. week? What I reckon you should get is the Glaziers. <laughs> the Glaziers. Tattooed on your forearm. Yeah. And a picture of Steve Kemba. <laughs> I think yes. I think, well, we, I think we did promise. One of, one of my memories from Pod 250 is that we did promise to get staying up. Yeah, but this is this isn't about us. This is about... No, it's, a, it's clearly about us. This is this is a this is a mold. Once we stay up indefinitely, this I'll is a do mold it, but question. We haven't done it indefinitely yet. So, well, I suggest that what he does is get a, picture, a tattoo of all our faces. Yes, yes, yes. yes. FYP, he yeah. suffered enough. <laughs> yes, I, th- I think that would be logical. Yeah. Or he could get, um, get um, a, a, a Z like Zorro. Yeah, yeah, he oh, okay. might not have a big enough forearm to get me and yeah, Endicott's true. face on. <laughs> might not have a big enough back to get you and Endicott's face on. 
Um, okay. <laughs> I look. I look forward to seeing the uh, the tattoo of the four of us on your belly. A, a tattoo of the planning application for the new stand. <laughs> With there yes, yes, please, Croydon. Plenty of options. <laughs> Plenty yeah. of options there, mate. Um, well discussed. Gallo. I Gallo. I Gallo. Says, At this stage last season, we had thirty-five points on the board. Granted, we had by far a worse fixture running. But are you worried? Not in the slightest. Uh, nope. I'd be concerned. Lying. I'd be yeah. lying if I said not in the slightest. Yeah. I have stopped writing down the fi- I've, my piece of paper has got quite screwed up with all the fixtures on and the one point six points. You have to be worried. You have to. No, I'm not worried in the slightest. The, I'm the incredibly the, relaxed the, about this. The um, the Huddersfield game made a big difference, a yeah. massive difference, and the run in. I, I just can't see it. Uh, I, the, stat, the statistics are so good in our favour, in, in our record against teams outside the top six, that even if we get a point a game, I can't, I, I can't see us not getting six points in the last six games. We're a games. good team. We, you know, no, for well, all our yeah, faults, we are, we are a good team. Yeah, We've, I, those, all these last recent games against your cities, United's, I, Tottenham's, Liverpool's we've, you know, we're playing the best teams uh, in the league we've yeah. been playing we're well we're beating those kind of teams and I think I, I, well. I think Ender's point is a really good one is that the Tottenham game notwithstanding and that was a game where the injury crisis was probably at its worst and we it was a siege and but we still got to within a minute of getting yeah. a point yeah. we've we're lost we've lost to the top four by the odd goal in each game and we've played good football we have played good yeah. football in every, in every game it's not, it's not we're not scratch so no. We, we, yeah, you give reasons. credit to the management because the the players' heads have not gone down. Yeah. They don't seem to have gone down, and you know they look at they just go, oh, God, another game we've just lost, another game. Yeah. Well, he will, yeah. and also the way he manages, he they will they will have known to get through this. It's like a ship getting through the rocks. It's like yeah. getting through these fixtures. Yeah. Our home record is against the lower teams is particularly good since the, the Chelsea game, yeah. but the bigger issue is that it just can't happen again. Simple no, as that. That's yeah. the we we'll get through this and then have the, you know on the, on the last pod after the West Brom game we can just moan for an hour and a half about the fact it can't be allowed to happen again. Mm. Simple as that. But and until September. Well, <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm not. I you, I do constantly look at the league table and I'm incapable of walking down the street to the shop without suddenly going, well, what if? But I, I don't think you can be completely no, no, non not worried. I'm not. I'm not remotely. No, I don't. I I think no. I <laughs> I've think, said this five times now. I think that's, yeah, but do you know what? You, you yeah, you're right. a high earning lawyer with a beautiful partner and a lovely baby, so of course you're not worried. <laughs> you know, the rest of us... The rest of us... Are, I mean, got, the rest of us were at the fag end of our careers. We're overweight and we don't know what the fuck's going on. You've got your whole life before you. I have to sit yeah, on right. this side of the table. I meant about Palace's <laughs> running, not about life in general. Oh, right. Sorry. But it does impede. The fact that I, I was really pleased talking to Julian Chenery in the, in the pub and, and who's our... It's just like... I thought I was the only middle-aged person who spent his time worrying needlessly about football, but it turns out I'm not, and it shouldn't be yeah, that you way. Still, even with our running, you still yeah. can't be 100% sure, because no, you know, you those no, are teams no, but, out there fighting for points no, but as well. For, but this time last season, I, when I was convinced we would lose to Hull, uh, and it's like, there's no, uh, the, the figures are so stacked in our favour that I don't think that it will, it, it will happen. And, and also because the other teams have got so many difficult games to... yeah. And they've got to play each other. To play, and there's, well, no, so. there's no logic to think that Huddersfield can beat that to no, win there's their no logic to Palace. No, no, I know. But yeah, but it's, it's not got to be that there's just no logic no. to Palace. It's got to be that there's also no logic to other teams around us who all of a sudden everyone's assuming are going to go on championship level form. Yeah, it's, Stoke, just, it's I mean, not going to happen. Stoke are technically. We're football, football fans, though. It's like, yeah. That's what you think. You think the Get a grip, people. 
But it has been like this. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not worried. Yeah. I'm just concerned. We've oh, got the easiest. We've got statistically yeah, yeah, no, not just have, the easiest running of the, the bit two uh, bottom. Uh, yeah, easiest yeah. running in the league. It doesn't mean it's going to happen though, does it? That's no, not but, how football no, works. No, but no, my point is that I, at the start of the season, I would agree with you, but what this season has proved is that we do we have got results against uh, it's like in the middle of yeah. we had the three difficult games and then we went to Huddersfield and won 2 nil comfortably and I, I believe that will happen as Kevin as yeah. Kevin uh, yeah. mentioned to us off air Palace against teams below the top six have a points per game 1.6 1.6 yeah. and you're it's, playing all teams outside the, the it's only ever top the, six it's only Everton and Newcastle that have outside yeah. and Newcastle beat us with a, with a very lucky of, late goal yeah. football isn't played in the maths yeah. no. room though it's played <laughs> exactly. on the pitch yeah. Yeah. but there are teams like there's, always, there's always crazy results towards there's the end of the season what six results. in a row yeah, but we have four other teams going. You can't so sit. You cannot sit here and say this say, that will not happen. You cannot say we will definitely not. Go I can't yeah. say that I'm not going to get struck by lightning 15 exactly. times on the way home. Exactly. And then well, have no, 15 buses all topple over on the A23. But what's the point of worrying about the mere probable rather than? Oh, it's not worrying. It's just saying it's because it's, it's a football what's game. More, it's it's sorry, what's the point in worrying about the possible rather than the probable? It's not probable. And it's st- possible yeah. it could happen yeah, but it's more mean, likely than not not going to happen but so stop yeah it, 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 it could yeah, yeah, it yeah. Could. we could do the pod round your house I don't, I don't know how you're you you sleep at night to come to my house to I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't sleep at night it's possible night. someone could break in and kill you in your sleep so don't go to sleep lads yeah but we're not I'm, it's not, it's we're not, not being probable. Probable. we're talking about I don't, I don't, club. we're not being, talking about burglars Endicott no. and I don't sleep I don't sleep at night I haven't slept for 15 years I haven't slept since I was about 34 I'm not taking a risk of going to sleep I might not wake up our age um, nothing past. to worry I've about. got a toilet to go to three times in the night I'm not going to sleep three, you're lucky mate <laughs> I just I just use I just use the commode fancy right the next question is from <laughs> the famous film critic it turned out to be a good, good question. question it started yeah. debating it yeah. um, Mr Cadbury's Parrot hi Mr Cadbury's <laughs> Parrot it's an old reference uh, hello says hi. Um, if we stay up when we stay up well, no, it's if, isn't it? How possibly? Don't start. We've done that. We've done that. How much more will you enjoy the World Cup? Well, that's a really good point. Very, very, very much more. Yeah. Because I'm not going to Russia for a start off. Yeah. But yes, that is a very good point. I will yeah. enjoy it very much more. Well, <laughs> no, I always enjoy the World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless it's, of whether Palace have gone up yeah, or down. It's, yeah. It's, it's always it's, it's a, a it's a it's a time to. It'll be, it'll, be, it'll be a dreadful it's World a, Cup, Mark. It's time to get excited. No, yeah. get, me book, get me stickers, start swapping. Oh, you, do, you, know, you do the stickers. Panini. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is it time to look at potential Palace signings as well? It's just a, no, it's just yeah. a good time to we look at... We always do that. You go to that Costa Rica... It's just a good time to watch well. loads of football games. Yeah. And not just be able to watch them all. It's good. I'm a bit annoyed that uh, at times it was so badly that I could have had <laughs> a month of paternity leave this June rather than last June. Yeah, could have watched the entire thing. Oh, oh, what well. a slur on your lovely little baby. Yeah. Well, you know, you but can you're sort annoying. of... But you're annoying. Just out and do what you want, <laughs> can't you? Just take some time off. It's not like you do nine to five in an office, is it? Yeah, exactly. It's work from home. Walk into court, put your wig on. Get 5,000... <laughs> Put five, get five thousand quid for lying into the judge. Like, yeah, go right, home man. again. <laughs> go, Sorry, and watch, go watch Algeria against yeah. Holland or wherever it is. Yeah. In the Wigan, I not watch that specific. Yeah. Not, not or Holland, go to the Wigan Pen in Holborn or uh, wherever no, it is. No, they haven't. They haven't qualified. They haven't qualified. No, no. Holland haven't qualified. Holland haven't qualified. Or Italy, no. or, or Algeria, probably. Um, Enders, we've got a musical themed question. Can I put this one to you? Oh, oh. It's from Christopher. <laughs> 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 That wasn't the question. 
It's from Crystal Palace Scout. Oh, hello. And they say, can we give this song for uh, Wan-Bissaka a try? And it's to the tune of Eddie Grant's Give Me Hope, Joanna. Oh. Give me hope. Joanna, give me hope. Jo- can you guess what the lyrics are then? Give me one, Basaka, give me one. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Give me one, Basaka, till the season ends. Till the season yeah. ends. Well, give me one, yeah. Basaka, till the season ends. Yeah, like him. Can we go yeah, no, to the yeah. next season well, as well? Well, I'm assuming that means next season as well. Yeah. Well, it should really clarify that, shouldn't it? Does that work then as a chant? Yes, it does work. Well done. So can you give me one more rendition? Give me one, Basaka, give me one, to Saka, till the season ends. Yeah, that works. Yeah, good, okay. And we already got a Wambasaka chant though. There is a Wambasaka because Travis sings it all the time. Oh, what is it? Around the house. Give me Wambasaka. Okay, final final question uh, from. Oh, get Math- on with it. Well, I'm trying to choose the question. Hang on. If only you could do this on the long trade journey. His daughter's, daughter's coming home from university. Okay, final question. Lovely olive. Not seen since Christmas. No. Final question. Grown a beard or something. Final question. She's in Glasgow, not Dune Ray. Hey, it's been cold this winter, Daddy. I've grown a beard. I could either buy a coat or grow a beard. Hurry up! I'm trying. You keep talking. They're trying. Oh, it's going to be so cross if she listens to this. Right, oh, the poor naive Kevin thinking that people under 22 listen to the right. podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> From Matt Duvois. Hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Says, with the possibility of Millwall coming up, is Palace, Brighton and Millwall in the Premier League football heaven or football hell? Well, it's just football. Millwall coming up would be surely, surely that would be guaranteed six points. It, they're doing well. That's they're often. doing very well. Yeah. So are Fulham. I'm, you know, we've got an awful record against Mill. We do have. Do we? Do we? Who was it? Was yeah. it David yeah. Slaney said that was his favourite Palace game? Yeah. The nil-nil draw. Nil-nil. Yeah. With him and uh, Gabidon. Gabidon. Really? Uh, yeah. I can't remember yeah. the last time we beat, beat Millwall. Do we not beat them at home? That's remember season? the four. Uh, we beat them on New Year's Day where. Jermaine Easter scored no no at home remember the four someone managed to get sent off 4-3 when Mark Bright scored that is, that is going back a bit you mean Mark so Bright is now 53 it's only about 91 or 92 yeah. it's not that good not in that promotion uh, season did we not beat them at Tillis must have done there was yeah. one game where we hate young people was it a draw was one <laughs> in the final minute we got a penalty George and Dar scored in the 4-1 at the New Dam which again oh, was years ago 94 that's a proper chant yeah. Oh, 94 is all right, is it? We can't remember. 91, yeah. Well, no, I, that's why I said that's still ages ago. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, no, we don't have a good record. Um, uh, it's Football Hell or Football Heaven was a good uh, yeah. Neither, it's just... just it would be... It would be something that people wouldn't, wouldn't have predicted a couple of seasons ago, Millwall Palace and Brighton all in. Yeah, I don't think it's very likely to be honest. There was the. I did don't you, know. They've got the, the, the team um, of impotence. I mean, some, they'll get in the playoffs. With, I on think. some phoning program at the weekend, and I heard it being repeated because it, the people said it was very funny. I think it was on six or six or something. Or it might have been a, a, a local one, like a local London one. And it was a Millwall fan, and he was saying he didn't he didn't want to go up into the Premier League, but he wanted West Ham and Palace to get relegated <laughs> because that would be really good. Oh, so we <laughs> can play them. He doesn't know that if they go up, they can. He can play West Ham and Palace. Mm. Well, yeah, obviously. 
No, I think he prefers the championship style of play. Cause I'm, sure the, I'm sure the East London police would be delighted to welcome <laughs> Millwall to the London Stadium. <laughs> it's pretty well segregated. Yeah. Well, speaking of segregating the pod, we're going to move on. To, oh, does that work? Mm, kind no, of. We're no, going to no, move on no. to... Didn't. No? Okay. Part three, where we're going to preview Palace's trip to Bournemouth. Back to the Fabric Plan podcast. Hey. Pod 251 sponsored by Vector Fincy for your print embroidery needs. Go to Vector Credit K's Vector with her. Three points. And JCIS, the research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jcrfinance.com. Three points. Will, yeah. Right. We've got some questions about. Oh, you said we were just going to preview the Bournemouth game. We've got questions about the Bournemouth. Well, that's good. We don't need questions. Question one Are we playing Bournemouth on Saturday? Yes. Question two Will we win? Yes. Yes. How many points will we get? Can Three. I, can I at least give you a couple of questions? Uh, yes. Come on. We yes, always, I said yes. Right. Wow. Tobias Jackson. Hi, Tobias. Hi, Tobias. Hi, Toby. Uh, says, now we've lost... Toby or not Toby? <laughs> <laughs> I can see where you made a career out of comedy, mate. <laughs> now we've lost by one goal to all the teams we were more likely to lose against and we're still out of the relegation zone. How many points will we finish on? What, 30 at the moment? Well, I think we 36. will finish on 37 points. Mm-hmm. And that will be more than enough to keep us up. 36, I think, I think we'll end up on. What we want, we're on now on 30. 30. Gaz, my mate Gaz reckons we will end up on 42 points. So he thinks we will win so all 12. six. Really? Yeah. That's well, that would be... That would be even more. That would be 18 points. Oh, sorry, 48 yeah. points, beg your pardon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Think so really points. Yeah. Wow. That's almost in Europe, mate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think if we can't get enough points out of these games to stay up, then we deserve to go down, basically. But yeah. Leicester will be a difficult game. And that's game. why I'm very relaxed about it. Yeah, Leicester will be a difficult game, but there's no logic. To th- we're playing... Yeah, our last two games are Stoke and West Brom. <coughs> the team that will be second bottom and bottom... Yeah, so I think yeah, even if we, they'll be playing for pride and we'll lose even, well, even yeah. if it takes a point each game I, I can't I, yeah I think 37-38 okay. and that's and that's being I do, I do think we'll I do think we'll win on Saturday though yeah I, I, I really do genuinely think we'll because I think the, the after the recent run of results and the way and we, we have been playing well you know and the team I was said earlier on in the last part or whatever and I, I, I think they're going to come out and just prove to yeah. themselves as much as anything that they can win. I, th- I think I think it will be will be done and dusted by before we play Stoke. This is a very confident part. I don't remember us ever being this confident. Well, with the Palace still just, not confirmed. I've, I've just decided that there's nothing we can do that makes a change. Like that makes a difference to the results. Perfectly doesn't matter which way I come out of the bunny hole or what, so are what they I do. In the next two games of Bournemouth and then Bournemouth Brighton. Brighton. I mean Brighton. I mean yeah. I mean you know. We, we can't talk about that now. We'll talk about that next no, week. We'll, and we'll beat Brighton and we'll go ahead of them. Yeah. Uh, I don't, why, how are you guys... I, well, solid, well, false modesty hasn't worked, has it? <laughs> Pretending that... It was like, like trying to outwit karma and go, well, we might do this. That's it's not worked. It's all about so, statistics. Yeah. You look at the statistics, it says... Yeah. Also, it's really arrogant of us to presume that anything we say makes a difference no, to what not, goes on. So, no, I don't know why works. We don't. It is You're, influence just, football. You want us to lose for some reason. I don't know why you want I that don't to happen. Want us to lose. Just you're trying to. I don't want that. Trying to say it's our fault. Yeah, you are, aren't you? Yeah. What are you saying? One point six points a game against the teams outside the top six. We're going to be the only team yeah. ever to have thirty-seven point four two points <laughs> at the end of the season. And why? Still going because down. Kev said that's why. 
Kevin. Fair enough, okay. <laughs> Thanks Kevin, for listening. Kevin Dawes. Uh, we'll be back what? with you after... We'll we'll all the other questions. questions. You said there were loads of questions. Though, there, were, there were two and they... It turns out they're both the same question. What, what, what oh, so there's one. How many points do we end up? Oh, okay. Oh, 30, 30, 30, so there's yeah. no actual preview of the Bournemouth game question. <laughs> no, no one seems to care about Bournemouth. Oh, okay. Game, so. No, but, but oh. The, the, the preview is we'll go out, we'll go out and we'll win. What did they predict? What did they predict? Who? The, no one. The said people who asked the question who said how many points will we get? They did they? Say, okay. said, I think yeah. I'll take a draw. I'll be happy with a draw. I'll be happy with a draw. Six draws. We're going to draw and we're going to get thirty-nine points. Cool. I think we'll score. Bournemouth concede goals. They can't get with clean sheet, so we'll no, score. No, we'll score two goals. Whether that'll be enough to win the game, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the, football, the footballing gods know, and they're looking down on us right now. Yeah. Cool. Don't you forget that, Jay. <laughs> I won't. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back with you after that Bournemouth game. So uh, yeah, see you next week. Bye. Bye. Time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Podcast Network.